Hey girls, welcome to the Go Girl Podcast because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Each episode is about self-love, self-care, and self-discovery. Tune in for affirmations, motivation, girl talk, and girl power. Now let's get it started. Go girl. Hey girls, welcome to another episode of the Go Girl Podcast. I just finished laughing so hard talking to my guest today. She is a mindset and dating coach and host of Life is Messy podcast. Her name is Kate Schroeder. She's based in Dubai, so you'll hear her accent. She's super hilarious, has great energy, fun. And some of her posts on social media is what made me reach out to her like, okay, we have to talk because we're seeing eye to eye on a lot of things that I think other women should hear. We're talking about dating potential, how your partner is not your project, how you should have a partnership and not feel like a parent in your relationship and so much more. We even get into the difference between masculine and feminine energy and how to really relax and lean in to that feminine energy, okay? Because that's how it should be, all right? You are a high-value woman and we are gonna talk to you about ways on how to attract a high-value man. This episode is everything. Let's have some girl talk with Kate Schroeder. Kate, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. It's so nice to be here. Yes. So Kate and I is so funny and so quick. Like we met on social media and there were some posts that she had. And I said, oh my gosh, I have to get you on the Go Girl podcast so we can talk about this. There are a few things I want to talk about, like the feminine energy, but I also want to talk about the problem with dating potential. So you had an Instagram post where it says dating hack picture sewed as is stamped on his forehead. And I was cracking up because I think this is so true. Like people, I think, get with someone and think they can change them or look at their Mm -hmm. potential. And I want you to elaborate on that. Like, no, just this is what it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So look, I think that so many of us, we can meet somebody and you think like, oh, I see like the best in him and I know there's potential. And if, you know, if I just do a few things and I encourage him a little bit, like things are going to change. And I'm just like, darling, please don't waste your time. It's so limited. And there are so many men out there. Why are you going to waste this energy on trying to change someone? And there's no guarantee that he's actually going to evolve or change. So my whole mindset is rather focus on yourself, know what you want, embody who you are and exactly what you want, and you will actually attract that kind of person rather than putting in all this time and energy to change them. So for me, I'm very much very anti-DIY. I don't even like change a light bulb or anything. So why am I going to be taking on the project of a man to try and make him better? Like not my vibe at all. She said, I am not a fan of DIY. Like, I'm not about to fix things around this house. I'm definitely not about to fix a man. (laughs) Definitely not. And you know what happens when you fix a man? Like, you might actually be able to change him. But in that process of him transforming and evolving, he actually starts to resent you in the process. Because when you're telling him like, oh, I like you, but I think you could be better. What you're really telling him is you're not enough right now. good enough. Yep. Yeah, you're not good enough. So he might evolve and change, but as soon as he's the best version of himself, he's going to leave and find someone else who's going to appreciate him for this beautiful thing that you've created. Mm. No, no. 
No, no. I've heard that sometimes women are like, I feel like I'm the woman who prepares him for his wife, for the next woman. Like he becomes better for her. Like, why is that? And is it because like she molded him or made him better? And now he's moved on with someone else. Absolutely. Now, I used to be that person. I literally, I thought I had some kind of curse where men would date me and then directly after me, the next person they would date would be their wife. Wow. And I almost thought like I had some kind of, people were like, oh, let me go out with Kate because after her, I'm going to get married. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And it's because I really, I used to pour so much energy into the men in my life and I would do it to my own detriment. You know, it's like I would put them above me. They're more important. They're more special. They would almost appreciate it. That's what I thought. I thought they're going to they're gonna love me more because I'm making them better. But really, you're like almost dropping into the mother archetype in that way. You think that you're nurturing and supportive, but you're actually not. You, you're turning into a mother. And no man wants to be sleeping with his mother. Like, no. No. <laughs> no. So what happened that made you scale back? Like, how did you learn, okay, let me stop pouring so much into this person because I think in a relationship you should pour into the person but how much or what should you do and not do absolutely you have to pour something into your relationship I mean that goes without saying but that has to be earned Mm. that is not the stuff that you start handing out on a second date when you when you meet a man and you think oh he's so great and he ticks you know five out of my 10 boxes so mm-hmm. i'm going to stick around here and try and you know get him to tick the other five it's like no you don't do that at all but once you are in a committed relationship and you have some kind of buy in from him and some kind of energetic buy in from yourself then yes of course then you are growing together and you're developing a relationship you know that that's how it's supposed to work but in dating When you see someone and there's no real connection yet or no real, I mean, connection, yes, perhaps, but no real commitment, then girl, now's not the time for you to be using your energy on that. So what shifted for me mostly was actually mindset. And that's why I combine both mindset and dating. I consider myself a mindset and dating coach because you are always going to attract what you feel you deserve. Yes. And so you need to work on your own mindset, your own value. You need to know your worth and add tax. Yes. And so then, yeah, then you're attracting men that you don't need to fix or change or evolve in any way. Then you're just attracting men that you're just going to be the frosting on the top for them. Men want to be good. Men want to make you happy. They want to provide for you. It's very instinctual for men. It goes yep. back to, to caveman times. And so men want to live up to the view that you have of them. And so when you're in a committed relationship with somebody and when you know your worth, you're already attracting that kind of man. Mm, so mm-hmm. there's not much room for you to even feel like, oh, I need to take on a project right now. Like a high value woman would never do that. We don't do projects. We don't do projects over here as high value women. No, (laughs) we do not. We lean back. We receive high quality behavior from high quality men. That's our vibe. We relax in our feminine energy. Absolutely. And that feels most natural. You know, that's actually, that's when we feel safe, Mm. um, when we can relax into our feminine. And then that activates the masculine energy in a man. And that's beautiful to see. 
Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about my partner, <laughs> but it, it helps Love. you to feel very soft and safe. And like, you can trust that person. You can trust him to lead because that's what they do. They are protectors. They are providers and they want to lead. And like you mentioned earlier, they might resent you if they're not um, operating in that masculine energy. They might not feel like a man with you because you've changed them or because you're doing the most in a relationship for them. And then that could, that can cause a lot of tension down the line in the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing with that, that tension that you speak of is that often it, it doesn't just happen overnight. It's right. a very slow kind of build up to this resentment, which is often quite a silent resentment. And then like most people, you have like a breaking point. So your man will suddenly reach this point where they will just snap and they will break and you will try to pull them back in. And by that point, they're just like, I'm outsies. Like I am done with this. So, yeah, it's really about leaning back, letting them lead, being open to receive. Like men love being men. And mm -hmm. what makes men feel like men is when they are with women who feel like women. Yes, I love this. I love all of this because I feel like women, of course, high value women, a lot of us, we take charge in career and we need to know that in our relationship, that's when we can take off that hat and not be like a boss chick so much. Like be a boss in your own right, but yeah. know that your man is your partner. He's not, you're not his parent, you know, and know that he has your back and you have his back, but like it is okay to sit back and relax. But how do we get to that point where, or how can women get to the point where they can trust the man because that's what I think it is mainly like I have to trust this man to lead if I don't then maybe I will operate in my masculine and take charge a little bit more yes absolutely and I think like oh there's so much juiciness in what you just said there. there's so many things my brain's like oh my god where do I start <laughs> but you're so right like it does have to come from a place of trust and I think, okay, let me start here. So many women say that men are afraid of commitment. Mm -hmm. And that is 100% not true. Men are very ready for commitment, but men take their time to decide who they are going to commit to. Mm -hmm. Whereas women, we're a little bit different. We're almost wired and conditioned in the way that we need the commitment in order to feel safe. Mm -hmm. So what I see happening in dating and in relationships is almost this like forced timeline of trying to move the relationship along. Yep. So women are often, you know, breaking their own boundaries, lowering their own standards, really like letting behaviors slide, thinking, well, once he's mine, then I will be able to step up and change this. Right. Yeah. And what's happening that entire time is on a very subconscious level, you're actually losing faith and losing trust in that person. So it becomes more difficult for you later on to actually lean in and allow them to lead. Mm -hmm. So then the men don't have the opportunity. And the whole time, even if you're not saying anything, energy speaks louder than words ever will. Yes. So there'll always be that feeling, you know, of, oh, she doesn't trust me or, oh, she's trying to control me. And as I said earlier, like men don't want to be with their mother. Like, so be a lover, not a mother. That's sure. so important. That's perfect. Be a lover, not a mother. Yeah. And yeah. going to what you said that at some point, 
we'll lose trust in a man or he'll lose trust in us because we're trying to change him once we get in a relationship. I also feel like it goes back to self and trusting ourselves in the beginning. You know, so if I'm with someone and I feel like I can trust myself to keep my standards, to hold my boundaries, then, and this person respects that, then okay, this is the person I should move forward with. But if I can't even trust myself and I'm like breaking my boundaries for this person, then obviously we're starting on the wrong foot already. So it all starts in the beginning. Absolutely. And that's what I was um, trying to get at as well. I forgot is that because women are rushing it so much because our so many women have this, their eye on the prize yeah. of getting the commitment is that you're not actually allowing men to lead throughout the entire dating process. And I honestly believe we never stop dating. So when I say I'm a dating coach, I think, yeah, to meet someone you're dating, then when you're in a committed stage, you're still dating. Even yes. when you're married, you are still dating. It's just like at different levels, right? right? So it's about really getting your mindset correct. And I've just launched a new program called Diamond, which is all about getting a diamond mindset where you are able to embody your value. Mm -hmm. And when you value yourself, like men value women who value themselves. Because what you're saying to a man is that I recognize value. And if men know that you recognize value, when you give them attention, what you're saying to him is I see the value in you. Mm. And men love that. Yeah. So then they are going to value you more. And it's just this beautiful, like symbiotic kind of s snowball. Mm -hmm. And they won't play games because they know that, okay, this is a woman who values herself. I need to be real with her. She's not going to yeah. play any games with me. I'm not coming with the BS. Yeah. Well, she's not going to put up with any of your BS, Period. you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like a high value woman, she will see that kind of behavior and she might not call you out on it, but she will certainly pull away from that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We're not sitting back and being played anymore as if, you know, we're in high school and we're side chicks and there's games and it's like, no, no, no. No. High value women know their worth and they've got so much going on in all other aspects of their life yep. that when the man in their life is playing, it's very easy for them to just step back from that. Yep. But when you are in a very insecure place and your attachment style is triggered, that's when you get this like frenzy, you know, this desperation of trying to hang on. And that's very repelling energy for a man. They don't like that neediness. So there's actually like a lot that goes behind this, you know, to try and balance everything in your relationships. Yeah. That the attachment style, um, that is so real because sometimes people become more anxious and then the other person will become avoidant. Like, hey, back up for a second. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like really tapping into your attachment styles is good in learning that. I have plenty of episodes on that as well as the attachment theory. I do want to ask you, how did you become a high value woman? I know you talked about your diamond program and I did see on your Instagram that you've gone from damaged to diamond. Can you share a little bit of your story so that people know where you came from and how you've become this woman full of self-worth, feminine energy, and a high-value woman? With pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. I think what's really interesting is I've always had a 
kind of a, a, a warped sort of relationship with masculinity because when I was growing up, I'm very tall, which you can't see, but I'm already like six foot tall. And I was this height from the age of 13. So I was taller than most of the boys growing up. And it was a, a very important time of a, of, a, of a woman like growing up and not to have any of that attention from the men, but all the other girls were getting attention. So I always felt like on the back foot in some way. Like I had to work a bit harder for attention. I had to maybe be funnier or at one stage I had to be easier, right? I mm. would be way too frivolous with my body, with men, all in this bid to get some kind of validation. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, I landed up in terrible relationships. Some of them were great relationships with nice people, but I would overlook a lot of bad behavior and I would, I would know it was time to leave, but I would stay. Or I would attract narcissists and land up in relationships that were just an absolute mindfuck. And, you know, just all these really depleting sort of situations. And I actually, I did a lot of work on myself. I had to look and just be like, this is not how I want to live. This yeah. is not, look, because I believe in love. I love love and I, I love connection and I love men. I absolutely love men. I love having men around. Um, but it's taken me a journey to get to that point. And by doing all the mindset work, yes. And then I actually took like an energetic cleanse for two years where I didn't date anybody. I didn't kiss anybody. I didn't have sex for two years. It was just like, I just wanted to date myself and figure out what I like and what makes me happy. And more importantly, like, who am I? And what is my worth? What is my value? And very much after that, it has just changed my entire dynamic. Yeah. You know, and then I started doing a lot of work with the masculine and the feminine energy, with attachment styles, with love languages, all sorts. I've worked with amazing coaches. I've done amazing programs. And what's also important with this, though, is not to overload yourself with too much information out there. Right. I very much believe we are so connected to ourselves, you know, like we know the answers to things. And I'm all about life should be pleasurable. Yes. So when, thing, yeah, when things feel good, trust that, yes. follow that. Don't overthink, don't fight, you know, don't create drama. Trust yourself, mm -hmm. feel in, tap into your body and if it feels good, follow it. Yes, I say that all the time. Like do more what feels good. And sometimes, yeah. like you said, we overthink it or we, we self-sabotage, especially coming from a place where maybe you have dated narcissists or been in toxic mm. relationships. Then you get into something that could be healthy and great and then you're overthinking it and you're like, well, is this right? And you want to self-sabotage, but it's because maybe the woman has not done that work. Like the fact yeah. that you did that work and you took a break for two years to just sit with yourself. And, and how did you realize, okay, what did you want and didn't want since you weren't dating anyone else? How did you realize that in your own way? How did you discover that about yourself? Yeah, that's such an interesting question because... I really thought I had had it figured out. You yep. know, I had done everything for two years and I had done all this work and I had done the meditations and I had done like yoni workshops and self-pleasuring workshops. I had gone on plant medicine retreats. Like I did so much to figure out who I was and to let go of some past trauma and, you know, all sorts of things, all, all the muck that builds up on us mm -hmm. throughout our lives. And Vince doll. I was like, okay, I'm it. I am like, I am a diamond. This is done. Yes. 
the very first relationship that I got into after that was with a man who was absolutely like just crazy for my mind. I became, he was obsessed with me, the love bombing, the, the gaslighting. It was very much narcissistic behavior. And I was so confused. I was like, is this bad behavior or maybe this is good behavior that I've been, you know, because when someone's love bombing you, that actually feels pretty damn amazing. Yes. So it was pause, very Pause confusing. right there. Explain a little bit of love bombing for the audience. Just oh, sure. Bit. We've talked about narcissism and whatnot, but just in case this is the first episode they're listening to of the Go Girl podcast and just share like a couple, um, a couple yeah. signs of love bombing. So love bombing is when you meet somebody new and they come in and they just, they literally just are dropping bombs, but it's just filled with love. They are just overwhelming you. So it is with um, expensive gifts or amazing dates, planning trips. Um, If it's future faking, talking about the future way too soon, saying I love you after like two weeks, Mm. you know. And it's so overwhelming, but we grew up with Disney for shit's sakes. You know, we saw, <laughs> it's not our fault. We saw True. Prince look, looking at someone across the room and then giving away his kingdom because he knew it was the woman of his dreams. Right. So it's actually really confusing. I felt like maybe this is the love I've been asking for. Like, I like nice things. I love being spoiled. So I, I was loving it, Yeah. but it wasn't good. And I knew it. My head didn't know it, but my, my body knew it. What in your body told you this is not feeling right? It was a gut feeling for sure, but I didn't feel safe. Mm. Explain more of not feeling safe. I just, I didn't feel safe. Not that I was in a situation where I felt physically threatened, Mm -hmm. but it was almost like if you get really nervous about something and you don't know what's around a corner and you're just imagining that behind there, someone's going to jump out at you, even though there's not, and even though you can't see it yet, you can feel that in your body. And I actually had that on our first date. Um, I had, it was like, the feeling at the end of the first date, but everything was so amazing. And then the next date and the next date. And I was like, no, I'm being ridiculous. I've been on my own for too long. I have forgotten all these things. And it was like the universe testing me to say, come on, you've done all this work. You thought you were ready, girl. Come on. You thought you were ready. Are you sure? And so actually, I love your question of like, how did you know that you were high value after being by yourself for so long? I knew because my first situation was a bad situation. And this time I was able to recognize it and I was able to walk away. And it was in that moment that I knew. I was like, I have changed. I have grown. I'm no longer the same person. I don't think the same, feel the same. My value is in me, in no one else anymore. And that is so powerful. And you didn't, so you didn't date that person for long? Quickly after or? I dated him for about four or five months and intensely, intensely, I'm talking like lavish getaways and, you know, flying all over the country together. And it was very, very intense, but we also lived uh, long distance. So we would go long periods of time, not being together, which is another trait of um, a narcissist really, you know, to like bombard you, but also be away. So it just occupies your mind. Yeah, it was just crazy. But it was after that, actually, when I just realized the one day I was like, why am I? And it was only probably the third time that we were spending time together. So I know I say over a four month period, but there were long periods when we weren't seeing each other. Um, But it was in probably the third time we were seeing each other. And I just thought, I don't feel safe in this situation. I'm being, he was in a gaslighting phase of 
pretending something had happened that hadn't. And I just thought you actually don't have to put up with this. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud Thank of you. Thank you. Thank you. So was I in that moment. I won't lie. It was, I love that. <laughs> it was I love big... the fact that you're like, I'm proud. I was proud of myself. Good for you. Thank and you. Because we have to give ourselves that love, show ourselves that self-love. Like, you know what? I, I noticed this situation. I noticed it wasn't right for me. I left. I trusted myself and I moved on from it. And that's incredible. My story was kind of similar to yours, but I stayed in the relationship. Like um, I went two years, nothing, no date, no anything for two years, focused on career. I moved to another city for my career. And a few months later, met my narcissistic ex. And we were together for like a year and a half. But after the year, I was like, this, I need to get out of this. So like the next six months was trying to figure out how do I get out of this safely? Because at that point, I didn't feel yes. safe anymore. And um, it was the same situation. Like first date, it was a lot of conversation about what's happening in the future. And second date, like, oh, I'm gonna marry you. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. But when it's something new to you, you're like, I am marriage material. Like, why wouldn't he want to marry me? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> Instead yes. of us realizing like, this is kind of off. Even the I love you came like two, three weeks later. And I'm like, this man doesn't even know me. How do you love me? But I'm like, okay. You know, so it's about like really trusting yourself in the beginning and and really tuning into your body. Because like you said, you didn't, it wasn't your mind so much, but your body knows, your body knows when you're not safe. Like that gut feeling, if something feels often, it probably is like, trust that girls, trust that and move on from that. Absolutely. But it's also that belief in yourself. Yes. Because for so many people, we've had bad breakups in the past, right? And they, a breakup is devastating. It can destroy you and it can take you ages to get over it. So we always try to avoid it as much as we can. And so for me, when I was in the situation with him, I was like, oh, I really, I don't want to have to go through this again. Maybe I can stick this out and maybe I can fix it and whatever. But it was having that sense of like, I know myself so well now and I trust myself so much now. I know I will be fine yep. to go through this. Like, I know that I will be. And that's what I teach women. And that's what I coach women on is to get that, that deep sense of self-belief and value where mm -hmm. it's like, if something's not right for me, yeah, it's going to hurt and be uncomfortable. But man, I can, I can deal with this. Yeah. And I trust that there's better for me out there. I trust that this is not, as good as it could get. Yeah, I deserve more than this. I, I know deserve. that. I yeah. deserve, yes. I love that you, sorry to interrupt you. I, I love, love this um, story that you just shared though about yourself too, that you've also done this like break and worked on yourself. And we both have a similar situation. And I honestly think it's like our, our spirit guides and our angels and the universe is just giving us one more kind of like, have you really learned the lessons? Because we are yes. about to bring you something amazing. Yes. But we don't, we don't want the old energy of you to actually like harm it in any way. So we're just going to check. Yes. Have you learned the lessons? Before you know? presenting you with this amazing like partner now, you know? Yes. And so after that person, I did go through like healing and same meditation, journaling, doing a lot yeah. of writing, a lot of like reflection and whatnot. Met someone else. It was only a few months, but I could tell like, okay, I'm there's some gaslighting, manipulation, this, that, and other. It was like, again, being tested by the universe. Yeah. And that, of course, didn't work out. It was just a lot. And now I'm in like a great relationship. But it's like I had to go through these lessons and had to really trust myself, set those boundaries, not, you know, sway away from my standards to 
now so being important. something healthy. Yes. It's like, just be true to you from the beginning. Absolutely. Now you see, I'm not, I'm not in a relationship now. I am okay. single and I am dating. And for me, I love this energy. Yes. And this is what I work with women. It's like women get so afraid that they're going to be single forever. I'm never going to meet anybody. And I'm like, darling, the chances of that happening for you are actually so slim. Okay. And when you do meet someone, you're going to look back on this time in your life and just be like, why didn't I enjoy it? Why was I sitting at home on a Friday night and right. not like out? Why was I not going on blind dates or on Tinder or whatever, you know? Because I've got a lot. I mean, I'm pretty much the only single friend out of my group. Everyone's married and has been for oh, a long time. That was me for the longest. They, uh-huh. <laughs> and they all live through me, you know? They're yes. all like, oh, I want to know what's happening. And you yeah. tell me about your dates. And, and so they are all envious. Yes, of course, they love their husbands and their children and whatever. It's like, yes. yeah, great. And I'm glad that's for you. But they all want to know what's happening with me in single life. So I'm just enjoying it so much. And yes. it gets to be fun. And, and you're glowing and you're happy and there's nothing wrong with being single. I was that girl, like I am single and I'm learning about myself. I am doing I what I want to do. Yes. Embrace that. Embrace that energy because that's the season you're in right now. And then once you're in a relationship, if you want to be in one, then that'll be the season for you. But you'll come knowing who you are. You'll come knowing that you can still be independent while in your relationship and still have your own hobbies, your own interests and, and, and be true to the person that you are and bring that self-love so that it'll make yeah. your love much better. Yes. Yeah. And attract the right kind of man. Okay. You know, the more time you spend by yourself and the more fun you're having and also the more people you're dating, I think, you know, just the more people you're meeting, you only ever know what you know at any given time. You are currently, I'm currently right now at my intellectual capacity until I learn the very next new thing. And it's the same when it comes to men. Like you only know what you know. And if you're only going to date this one guy and then sit at home for the rest of your life, it's like, you don't know what you're missing. Yep. So my whole energy <laughs> with women is like, get out there. Like, let's date. Let, let's discover. I call it like a buffet. You know, you're not going to go to a buffet and just order a steak. You're going to test the sushi and the ribs and the crab legs and all of it. Lobster, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Kate. You're so amazing. Uh, before you go, I, I just want to tap into quickly the masculine and feminine energy. We keep mm. bringing that up and I haven't really had a conversation about this on the podcast. So yeah. can you explain what is feminine energy and what is masculine energy and how to tap more into that feminine energy? Absolutely. This is the magic, the secret source for our lives. So when we're talking about masculine and feminine energy, we're not actually just talking about men and women, we, but we both, as in both sexes, have both energies. Yeah. Just traditionally, the men embody masculine energy more and women embody feminine energy more. But masculine energy is very much about doing. It's very active. It is, um, you know, it's planning, it's structure, it's, it's taking control Whereas the feminine energy is very much about being. It's just about going with the flow. It's about being in your body. It's about your emotions, your intuition. It's nurturing. It is fun. It is playful. And so at a very, very, like almost like a basic level, because I think as humans, we just overcomplicate our lives just a little too much. You know, we were designed perfectly yeah. and we've just added all these layers. But at a very fundamental level, the way that we best operate is always in balance. So a balance of day and night, you're awake, you're asleep, 
you know, and it's this balance of masculine and feminine. And so as a woman, like I'm a, a, a single woman, I am a businesswoman, I am a CEO, I, I run a business. So I very much tap into my masculine energy throughout the day. And a lot of women do. You know, you need to, you're running a business, you have a team, you need to make money, whatever. So you, you're in your masculine energy. But when it comes to relationships, you want to then tap into your feminine energy. Mm-hmm. So a lot of women battle with like, how am I in my masculine during the day at work and then come home and surrender right. you know, into my feminine? Um, and women battle with that. But men, they love to be with a woman who is feminine, a woman who is soft, a woman who is playful and who allows them to then step up because men love being men and they love to be with women who activate that in them. Mm. You know, it sets them on fire and it makes you incredibly addictive to a man. Yes. He can associate feeling like a man with you, which obviously is just going to make him want to spend more time with you. Mm-hmm. So Ways for you to be able to to connect and to drop into your feminine energy is often try to get out of your head. Stop thinking I'm supposed to react this way or this is how I'm supposed to feel about this. And rather try and, I mean, it makes sounds easy, get out of your head, but feel in your body. Does this feel good? Am I having fun doing this? Do I want to do more of this thing? And just like really be. And men bond very much having fun. Yeah. Women bond through deep, meaningful conversations and encounters, but men bond through, through fun. So if you are wanting to activate the masculine and to be in your feminine, have more fun, yes. laugh more, flirt more. You know, that is really being into your feminine. Moving your body, that is a big thing. Yep. You know, and I tell my clients this all the time, like you should have a playlist that's pretty much on all the time, like Alexa, play this, you know, or on your headphones where you are just moving your body because the feminine is very much like in your hips. So move, move that energy. Self-pleasure is another great way to tap into your feminine energy, yeah. which has never been really celebrated, you know, but it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Really get in touch with your body. What feels good? And once you know, you can kind of like open that up to your partner as yes. well. Yes. But also to, to take your hands off. Don't control everything. The world is not going to end if the dishwasher is not loaded the way you like to load the dishwasher. Okay. <laughs> it's actually not going to end. Right. Let him do it. Let him do it wrong. It's fine. Like don't nag. Don't be on someone's case the whole time. Let some stuff go. You've got to pick your battles in a relationship. Yeah. If you're going to just have like your claws in everywhere, that is not going to make a man feel like a man. It's not going to make you feel like a woman. Yeah. You need to relax, lean back, receive. That is the absolute essence of the feminine. Receive. Yeah. Yeah. And live in a state of flow and ease. Yes. Absolutely. I, I love this. And yes to the, the playlist. I have a Go Girl self-love playlist that I play every morning. And even one of the songs is Lizzo. And I believe it's called, um, what is it? It's a song where she says, where she's looking at herself in the mirror and excuse me while I feel myself, something like that. And I'm I'm in a shower. I'm in front of the mirror, just like embracing and loving my body. Yes. So, yes. Don't run That's from that. That's actually... I'll just say, this is one thing that I tell my clients all the time is something so simple, like when you get out of the shower in the morning and you're putting your body lotion on, 
Yeah. Don't rush that. Don't do that while looking at the news and trying to answer an email. You do that with your bedroom door closed, with your playlist on in front of the mirror and you look at your body and you touch yourself and you pretend that you are on stage in like showgirls or something and you just turn yourself on yes. and not sexually, like you'd have to right. do anything. I mean, you can if you want to, but it's <laughs> like, turn yourself on until you're looking at yourself in the mirror thinking, oh my goodness, I am the sexiest creature alive. I'm and then see what him. kind of, yeah, see what kind of energy you're carrying with you throughout the day when you start like that. I mean, it's incredible. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, girl. I got to let you go. But this was such a good (laughs) conversation. I'm so glad we were able to do this. Kate, tell everyone how they can follow you. And you do want to follow her. She's amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I would love it. So I'm on Instagram at coach.me.kate. And that's the best place to follow me. And then from there, you can find out all my other things. Awesome. Kate, go girl for you know, sharing tips with these women on how to operate in their feminine energy and how to keep being amazing, how to be a high value woman and only attract a high value man. Okay. Because we're not settling over here. We deserve more over here. Go girl. No projects here. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Go Girl podcast. Please subscribe, rate and leave a review and be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Connect with me on social media at Go Girl Movement or subscribe to the blog at www.gogirlmovement.org. By the way, have you purchased your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love? Ten chapters full of ways to love yourself better. It's available right now on Amazon. Thank you for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Go girl.